Hi everyone, welcome to Luxury Voices, the podcast about the luxury world in Asia with a focus on the greater China market. I am Joanne Tang, your host, founder and CEO of Infinite Luxury Group. In this podcast, we converse about all layers and segments of luxury, from lifestyle, travel to hospitality trends. I will interview key players of the luxury industry from all corners of the globe. We will talk about their initiatives and experiences in conquering the Asian luxury consumer. Discover how leading luxury executives handle this growing market, where luxury spending is the highest in the world, and gain a wealth of knowledge to harness this ever-promising luxury market. Nathaniel Moss is the Global Director of Sales and Marketing at Michel Rebier Hospitality, La Reserve Hotels. A Parisian, he started to travel and showing interest in the luxury hotel world from his early years, thanks to his family living abroad. After several years being based in Florida, New York and London, Paris became his home. Nathaniel has been with La Reserve since 2016. And prior to that, he assumed various positions at Le Bristol, Paris and Dorchester in London. Michel Rebier Hospitality was established by Michel Rebier, a French businessman turned hotelier and vineyard owner. The hotel collection includes La Reserve, Victoria Jungfrau collection and Seiler in France and Switzerland. La Reserve brings to life a vision of luxury based on excellence and rigor. It all began with La Reserve Genève. This hotel and spa brilliantly rose to the challenge of becoming a timeless, inescapable fixture on Geneva's high-end hospitality scene. Since then, La Reserve Ramatuel, La Reserve Paris, La Reserve Yidenolac Zurich and La Chatreuse de Cos have enriched the La Reserve signature. It's a great pleasure having you on Luxury Voices, Nathaniel. How have you been? Very good, thank you. Bonjour from Paris. I'm thrilled about this uh, podcast. And I'm very, I've been good. We must hang in there. Uh, it's been a, quite a, a challenging year and uh, still a very challenging situation right now in France and in Paris where I'm based. But overall, we're good and uh, very optimistic. Yes, very important. Before we go into the core of our conversation, can you share with us what means luxury to you? Luxury is personal. Luxury can mean very different things from one another. But I would say for me, luxury is the unexpected. So is where we can surprise, enhance the expectation of someone through the services, the wide range of components such as uh, uh, design and fabrics and personal touch and ideas uh, of someone that, that someone expected. If we take our industry, for me, luxury is going above expectation. And it's not necessarily about the most expensive things, but usually it's the little touch, the small touches, the individual touches that bring out the best memory. And that means true luxury. Of course, it goes with the service and how people can interact with uh, a guest. 
But for me, luxury is personal and it goes with the unexpected, I would say. Talking about a luxury, La yes. Reserve by Michel Rebier Hospitality mm-hmm. was established by Michel Rebier for desire to privately own and manage a portfolio of highly individual properties. Those were designed to offer intimate settings and state-of-the-art facilities to ensure holistic lifestyle experiences. Mm-hmm. Can you tell our listeners about the vision and philosophy of La Reserve Hotels from the owner Michel Verbier perspective? It's a very interesting question and uh, it's a very interesting vision. So first of all, let me give you just a little bit of uh, the background of our owner, Michel Rebier. So Michel Rebier is a private uh, investor, French-Swiss entrepreneur, who made actually very well in the food industry back in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. And in the 90s, when he sold his company, he was one of the largest cold-cut processor in Europe. So he had three of the main brands that sold charcuterie in the supermarkets and he when he sold his company he took a few years off to think about what's next and at the same time he purchased first of all a winery in bordeaux on the outskirts of bordeaux in uh, saint estef in the medoc chateau coste d'estonnel and at the same time he expanded his company into hotels and the first property he bought was in geneva la reserve geneva which existed already and actually i believe it was owned by a chinese conglomerate and he bought off la reserve from the from the chinese company and rethought it completely with uh, jacques garcia uh, as a designer and that's where he started the hotel adventure and then of course the portfolio grew now to 13 addresses with La Reserve Hotels, but which is which is part of Michel Rebier Hospitality, which also comprises the brands of the Victoria Youngfrau Collection, Zeiler Hotels, and a few independent names such as the Schweizerhof Hotel in Zermatt or the uh, small La Maison d'Estonnel in, in uh, Saint-Estève in the Médoc uh, outside of Bordeaux, just a 14-bedroom, very chic country house. But regarding La Reserve, the vision is the is I would say in three words, which are exclusivity, simplicity, and privacy. The vision of Michel Rebier is different depending on the destination, and the properties that he built are the reflection of his vision for the destinations. That's why the hotel in Geneva was built as a as an African lodge from the red bricks to the decor to the red leather in uh, the, the public spaces to the, the an African lodge theme. But when then you go to Saint-Tropez and Ramatuel, you have another vision, which is very uh, of a contemporary palace, all, only overlooking at the Mediterranean with a very sleek and very minimalistic decor because the belief and the philosophy of Michel Rebier for La Reserve Hotel in Ramatuel in Saint-Tropez is that the best is outdoor. So from any anywhere on the property, from where you stand, you have the view overlooking at the Mediterranean. And that's why the decor of the property was is very minimalistic. If you take the example of Paris, in Paris, he created a private club. He created the smallest palace in Paris with only 40 bedrooms, the largest rooms in Paris. 
in a very mixed decor with Jacques Garcia, with the vision of Michel Rebier on how his Parisian residence should be. So it's all about the mix of style in between the contemporary, the modern art, but the traditional items in the room that really reminds you that, yes, that was once the private residence of the brother of Napoleon back in the 19th century. So the vision of Michel Ribier is that a guest should be recognized no matter who he is, no matter where he comes from, and in a very gentle and very exclusive approach. So if you take the smaller properties in Paris or Ramatrel, you don't even have a check-in, you don't have a front desk, you don't have a lobby. Everything is done in the in the room so that we, we in the meantime, respect privacy, but also give a, a very personal touch to the experience. Zurich is a contemporary hotel in Zurich, very different than the Zurich scene. And I think Michel Rabier brought his vision of a younger crowd, a younger clientele, trendier, the place to be in Zurich. And that's how that's how the vision is evolving right now. But definitely the vision is to respect the destination. And I don't know where it's going to be the next La Reserve, but I'm sure that it will be very different from the actual existing La Reserve. And I want to mention the apartments as well, because we have apartments in Paris. We have a private Osmanian, very residential building in the 16th arrondissement facing the Eiffel Tower. And Michel Rabier created this entity of La Reserve Paris Apartments back in 2007. And when we are talking about vision, this really shows how Michel Rabier was a pioneer into the luxury, contemporary and private apartments with services. And to that day in Paris, at that level, it's the only option for a luxury serviced Parisian apartment, meaning that you have a front desk, you have the concierge, you have the security, you have uh, part of the food and beverage offering in the apartments with breakfast served in the morning. So his vision is a, is very futuristic. Michel Rebier is someone who travels a lot and I think gets a lot of ideas from the concept that he's able to see throughout the world and bring it to his own vision of the destination for his properties. So Fantastic. definitely about privacy, but definitely about exclusivity and personalized service. So Michel Rebier Hospitality is not just about hotels, but it has many other jewels in its collection. Can you share with us what differentiates La Reserve from the other well-recognized luxury hotels? And how does La Reserve enliven in its vision, rethinking luxury? So when we, were, we, talked, we just talked about Chateau Cos d'Estournel and the winery, uh, Michel Rebier Hospitality basically divides itself into three main axes. Winery, wine and spirits with Chateau Cos d'Estournel, with Jeeper Champagne, with beautiful Hungarian wine from Tokai in Hungary. And actually Michel Rebier just purchased a beautiful winery outside of uh, Ramatuel in the south of France, in Provence, in the Var region called Chateau Mascaron, which is one of the finest rosé house in the world. So wineries are a big part of the Michel Abbey Hospitality hotels. We just said that we have 13 addresses. When I say addresses, I also comprise La Chartreuse de Côte d'Estournel, which is his private house within the winery, which is part of our private home collection. And finally, well-being and uh, clinics. So Michel Rebier Hospitality also include about 20 clinics in Switzerland and the, the Swiss Medical Network, including the Naissance 
brand. Renaissance is a better anti-aging spa products brand that brings another vision of better aging. And Michel Abbey actually developed that brand with a Swiss professor. And this is why now our spas within La Reserve and part of the Michel Abbey Hospitality Hotels are bearing the name Naissance. So that's the three axes of uh, Michel Abbey Hospitality. And if we go back to La Reserve, yes, the, 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 the motto is rethinking luxury, is how we can, again, go beyond expectation and dazzle a guest in his vision of and what he's experiencing in our properties. La Reserve is very different just by its size. Let's start by the size. In Paris, we have only 40 bedrooms when normally a palace in Paris comprises in between 120 to 250 bedrooms for the most part. So personalized service is key. And we have butlers in Paris for every single accommodation. La Reserve in Ramatuel is only 27 bedrooms and 14 villas. So we have rather small properties, 40 bedrooms in Zurich. Geneva will be the largest one with 103 keys, but 103 keys remains quite small compared to the city and how we approach guest services. So La Reserve differentiates by its offering in terms of size, in terms of accommodations, in terms of the largeness of the rooms and the way we approach guest services. Rethinking luxury, for example, in Paris with butlers, Rethinking luxury in Ramatuel with the way we work in a beautiful resort, in a retreat, in a destination by itself in Saint-Tropez, and how we can enhance every guest expectation and guest uh, experiences. La Reserve is quite, I would say, discreet in its communication, in its guest approach. We are actually building the uh, notoriety of La Reserve, but do it in, in a very thought after way of who is our right clientele. And when you're rather small group, but still with now five key addresses in beautiful destinations, such as Saint-Tropez, Paris, Zurich, and Geneva, we we differentiate ourselves with definitely the guest approach, the way we work. In a good way, we can really study every guest. When you have 40 bedrooms, you can really deliver an extraordinary service that you can't do when you have 250 bedrooms. For us, a guest is not just a room number. We know the guest, we know where they come from, what they do, who they are most of the time, and we can follow them throughout their stay. Meaning that we know from the minute they arrive, because we are set in a small cocoon down to when they leave, and then we follow them after the stay, because we have small properties where we can really tailor-made and follow a guest throughout his days. Great. Let's talk about the current situation. France has been under lockdown for a second time a few days ago. How are you managing this situation personally and with your team? How has COVID-19 impacted you personally since March? So it's a very sad situation, but it's what's necessary. I mean, I don't believe that the government is pleased on having to install a second lockdown in France. And we can see that uh, most of the European countries are going back to a certain confinement and, uh, and lockdown. I mean, I'm, I'm personally fine uh, and the family as well. Of course, it has, impacted, it has impacted business, but it has impacted the team because uh, obviously the, the amount of work is not as, it's, as it used to. We have, I mean, we're very lucky in France with the government help 
when we have to furlough someone and, and give them, and we have to use what we call in France, it's partial unemployment. So right now the team decreased a little bit with uh, partial unemployment, but again, everybody is motivated to come back to work. We are hopeful to bring everybody back as soon as the situation improves. Uh, that's what we did as well, because just as a reminder, La Reserve Hotel in Paris reopened after the first lockdown uh, on May 5th, and actually throughout the summer was the only palace open in Paris. And we, I mean, we managed to bring everybody back because we had actually a good, a great summer. And the situation on the team is heavy, especially I was just talking, for example, with our HR director, who's, I mean, definitely has a lot on her, sh on her shoulder. But everybody's, again, motivated, eager to go back to work. We have to lead by example. So if we're talking just about the sales team, we are very much looking forward to being back on an airplane. And we promise we won't ever yell about a delay or about a plane <laughs> canceled. I think we would be very happy to experience a plane delay. But we have to remain optimistic, and we are, and we look forward to 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 better times. And I mean, again, it's the lockdown in front is necessary. It's I would say the government kind of like saved the economy because people are still working either from home when you can, or you still you can, you still can go to companies. Only the essential stores are open, uh, which is sad for the small businesses. So I think that uh, especially coming from a small property and not like a big international chain of hotels, we try to support small businesses. And I mean, at least that's what I'm trying to do. Travel restrictions are still in place around the world today. From a sales perspective, Nathaniel, what are you changing to adapt to this situation? No. Sadly, we had to get a Zoom account or a micro Microsoft Teams <laughs> account. Yes, I know you <laughs> and, don't and like a larger it. Plan. <laughs> it's, it's, we all have a Zoom fatigue, definitely. And it's, I mean, again, we're talking about this, the hotel industry. Hotel industry is all about the personal touch. It's about human. It's about the hospital. I mean, the name is hospitality. So we hate Zoom. We hate a computer screen. And I think from a sales perspective, we are eager to go back on the road because, and especially in the ultra luxury world, because La Reserve addresses to the niche of the niche of the clients. And we had to adapt in to the way we work with clients, the way we work with our travel partners. So for example, how we adapted back in March is that when the hotel had to close, the first thing that we've done is to pay the commission of our partners because we knew how much they depended on those commissions. So we insisted on, on paying everything that we owed, and we still did over the past, over the, the course of the past six months. We had to adapt by changing and focusing on the clientele that we can attract. La Reserve is very strong in the US, from Paris to Ramatriel to Geneva and Zurich. So we were very strong on the, 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 the US market, the Russia and South America. So obviously we had to concentrate again on Europe. Thank God we are a European company. So we had a good base of clients from Switzerland and France already. And La Reserve Paris actually, as a matter of fact, we have over 12% of our business that comes from France on, on a regular basis. So I think we adapted by talking and trying to attract a new clientele from those destinations. 
and we had to rethink our strategy in terms of digital marketing in Europe because we know how much European clientele are usually booking direct and not requesting the help of a travel advisor. So we had to adapt and we had to try and, and target those new that new clientele. And I think we, were, we did a pretty good job actually uh, this summer. But definitely what we want is that we want to be able to see our partners again our foreign partners again because this is all about what hospitality is is about the human connection and the relationship all the advisors are saying that they can use and leverage their hotel relationship to please their clients and this is exactly true this is exactly what is important in our business and i insist when i meet people from all over the world say we are based on property. La Reserve Hotels insist that we are all based on properties. There is a, there is a head office with like eight people, the accounting and then three guys from the, the marketing team. Every salesperson at La Reserve is based in one of the property. So it's very important for the clients and it's very important for us to be able to meet the partner, the clients that the partners send us. And again, where we had to adapt is to look out for a new clientele we of course adapted a little bit the rate strategy because a european client is doesn't have the same consumer habits than an american client or a chinese client so that's where we had to adapt but i'm very much looking forward to deleting my zoom account that's what i can say <laughs> or reduce my plan, reduce my plan. <laughs> yes interesting initiatives uh, prioritizing markets new clientele Absolutely. and as well digital, digital marketing this is, this is key this is key for 2021 and i mean i think this is uh, on the 2021 budget this is the line that grew the, that increased the most because that's where we need to build our brand awareness for la reserve hotels to a new clientele and that's that's one of the challenges of that covid19 brought more rapidly to our properties Yes, going virtual is the future. Countries in Asia seem to have managed the pandemic quite efficiently, but yes. no one is out of the woods. Do you expect a strong rebound from the Asian countries' guests to key destinations like mm. Paris once the situation is in control in Europe? Absolutely. We, we, we are very much looking forward to welcoming uh, guests from Asia, all over Asia. Actually, La Réserve Paris, as a, as, a, as the unique palace in Paris, owned by a French family, actually, we work with, again, a handful of partners and a handful of clients, which are great for our property and which are which understand the vision of luxury that we can offer at La Réserve. It's all about discretion, but about the know-who. We definitely are counting first, I would say, on the Asian clientele because they are ready and eager to travel. And whenever borders open, hopefully within the next few months, they are they will be the one, the first one on an airplane. If we're talking about, for example, Japanese clientele, La Reserve Paris suits perfectly to the Japanese clientele. We are right next to the presidential offices. We are in between the most two fashionable streets, in Paris and maybe in the world, in between the Faubourg Saint-Honoré and Avenue Montaigne, we are a very secured in a very secured environment uh, in Paris, again, right next to the Elysée Palace and then the American Embassy. So I would say that, for example, Japanese would be the first one to, to, to come back. China, I would say that with the, the relevant marketing and then the relevant guest approach, we will definitely work well with the Chinese clientele because we are small, we are ultra-personalized. 
and through a very higher end and a part of the Chinese clientele, La Reserve will definitely be an ideal place to come back to Europe because I think that we were talking about rethinking luxury. We were talking about how the guest approach will be different, but the guest approach on their end will also be different, meaning that people are the trend of 2021 is definitely going smaller size, more intimate, more private. And La Reserve Paris with only 40 bedrooms, but with all the amenities of a 200 room hotel, meaning a gastronomic two Michelin star restaurant, a beautiful contemporary restaurant, a private library lounge, a full spa with a 16 meters long swimming pool. People are actually amazed when they come to La Reserve, they, they expect, you know, like a boutique hotel with just like one restaurant and one club lounge. But basically they can say, oh my God, I didn't know that you had all of these amenities in the hotel. They say, yes, we are 40 bedrooms. That's why we joke about being the Petit Palace where the smallest palace in Paris with all the amenities of a great grand hotel. And this is exactly what we are marketing is that we have all the amenities, but tucked away in a 40 bedroom private mansion with ultra personalized service, very refined and definitely aligned with the criteria that an Asian guest will look into the new trends of traveling. People will want to go intimate people. We want to maybe will feel privileged and more secure in a smaller environment with fewer people and fewer room than in a big resort or in a big hotel somewhere in the world. And that's why La Reserve, and that's why we can say how much Michel Rebier was sadly on this case, a visionary about small properties. But definitely we are ready and ready to welcome the Asian clientele. Uh, and we can adapt. Every hotel will need to adapt to its clientele and, and the, what they are looking for. But I, th I think we have the right answers and the right guest approach. Great. So Asia is the priority focus and good to learn Absolutely. that the properties are so suitable for the Asian travelers. Absolutely. Absolutely. We are suitable from twin beds to uh, Chinese speaking staff to being very flexible on the menu with the chef. We can adapt to the clientele, to their needs and requirements. Again, location is key. Location is primarily very important in between the Faubourg Saint-Honoré with all the luxury boutiques. We cross one block, you are on the Champs-Élysées. We actually face the Champs-Élysées Gardens and the Champs-Élysées itself. And then we are literally a minute walk from Avenue Montaigne and all the luxury shops. So you, I mean, you came to La Reserve in Paris and then you saw the location. So de definitely we are in cities and in destinations that are very secured and very much ready to welcome back the Asian clientele. I mean, we were just talking about Geneva and Zurich. These are two main destinations for the Asian clientele with luxury shops and businesses, should it be the leisure and businesses on the corporate side. Uh, but Zurich is a fantastic destination, so moving, so evolving city in terms of gastronomy, in terms of museums, in terms also in terms of business. But definitely key destinations are ready where we are, are ready to welcome the and, and it will be definitely a key because I do believe that the, the Asian clientele will be able to travel before the rest of the world, such as the US, uh, Brazil or Russia. So come yes, back, are yes, looking forward to sure. pampering you in Europe. <laughs> Yes, La Reserve Paris in, is in a perfect location. I witnessed it myself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. As we learn to live differently and eventually travel differently, what kind yeah. of trends in the luxury hospitality do you forecast? 
it goes back to privacy and it goes back to intimacy. The guest approach must be very personalized. Again, uh, we can remember the uh, the slogan of uh, of Virtuoso when they said like luxury is personal at one of the Virtuoso Travel Week in, in Las Vegas like a couple of years ago. Luxury is personal and people will look for privacy and intimacy. And I think that Michel Rebier hospitality really catered to those clients seeking for exclusivity. But also, I must mention our private homes. People are looking, our villas in Ramatrail actually worked really, really well this summer in Saint-Tropez because it's private home with the services. And that's where Michel Rebier Hospitality and Michel Rebier Private Homes stand for. Private residences handled, managed, serviced by a luxury property. The villas in Ramatuel are linked to our, within the same domain of La Reserve Ramatuel, the hotel, which is a palace. We have the apartments in Paris, which is the only building in Paris where we offer 10 luxury apartments with breakfast in the morning, with the concierge services, with security, with housekeeping daily, etc. We have a villa, du, we have the villa du lac in Geneva. We have La Chartreuse in Bordeaux, the private home of Michel Rebier himself. And this is the trend. People will look out for private residences. We look for intimate, intimate experiences with the services because our clientele, they need services. They need to be dazzled and they need to be taken care of. And that's what exactly what we offer. So that will be the trend for 2021. Private homes, smaller properties, intimate service, personalized greetings. For example, we are working on implementing a service with La Reserve where the experience will start from the client's home address, meaning that we should be able within the next few weeks to send a private driven car to pick you up in Shanghai, bring you to Pudong Airport, where you're going to have a VIP meet and greet service that will take you through customs and to an expedite way of service through, uh, again, passport control, customs, etc. And another chauffeur-driven car from La Reserve will pick you up at Charles de Gaulle Airport or will pick you up in Zurich or will pick you up at Geneva Airport so that the guests will be taken care of from point A to point B all by La Reserve. And I think this is the trend of 2021 to bring the experience to the next level. It doesn't have to be with the largest suite in the world, but it has to be with the small details and the small experiences that we can offer. Simple yet personalized reassured services that new service wonderful that the la reserve journey starts from your home address yes la reserve is a very exquisite collection still a fairly new one Mm -hmm. how do you go about acquiring new clients that's i mean we can go back to what we've done over the past six months we had to adapt our strategy Definitely client acquisition is key. And Joanne, we've just talked about it uh, before this luxury voice podcast. We need to bring the brand. We are a rather small company, uh, if you take it from the the size of the hotels. We have to be creative. We have to be talented to bring out the name of La Reserve and its values, its core values to the new clientele. Who we are, what do we do, how we do it, and why should you choose La Reserve in lieu of your other beautiful hotel that you've been staying at for the past 20 years? And this is key. So I think social media are definitely key for next year. 
in Europe and in China. So if we're talking about Asia, for example, in China specifically, I think that we can, of course, definitely talk about WeChat. And WeChat is a is one of the topics for next year. What can La Reserve do in China to get our name out there? And it's the same topic and it's the same inquiry in Europe. We are very much known among the trade partners. Now, how do we attract the end client? How do we bring the name of La Reserve to them by, by partnership, by the way we communicate and where we communicate respecting the budget of a small company. But I think definitely social media are key. Digital marketing is key to bring out the name out there. It's a very expensive spend. It's a very expensive uh, investment, but definitely worth it over the years. So when you when you do something, when you do a marketing action in 2021, it doesn't serve only 2021. It goes for the next three years. And so we are we need to build the name of La Reserve and Michel Rabier Hospitality because Michel Rabier Hospitality, again, when you comprise Cos d'Estonel and the, the Swiss Medical Network and the hotels, we have amazing synergies. And first of all, we need to make sure that the clients of the Swiss Medical Network stay at La Reserve. We need to make sure that the people who are drinking the one of the finest wine in the world, Cos d'Estonel, are also staying at La Reserve. And this is how we will be able to grow portfolio and attract new clients by making sure that we have the right synergies in between our brands and also that with our travel partners we must make sure that we get lucky enough to meet their clients to bring through our partners the name of La Reserve to them because we face in our destinations wonderful historical properties in Paris in Zurich in Geneva I won't name them you know them and then we have to be different. We have to be talented in a way of we have beautiful offerings with spas and we have beautiful offerings with the wine. And this is how we need to bring them to adapt and attract to the Michel Rebier vision and, and offering. So we have ways such as the, the La Reserve experience starting from the guest home. And this is one of the one of the actions that we want to take next year. And hopefully we'll We'll know more very soon, and we are working on other possibilities, again, to keep rethinking luxury. Marketing via the trade is uh, important, and also consumer-focused actions and activities mm -hmm. are the key to Absolutely. success. You're right. Absolutely. What is the profile of a La Reserve guest? I mean, the profile of La Reserve guest is you, it's me, it's my grandfather, it's... Uh, <laughs> it's your niece. It's it's everyone seeking for a different vision of luxury in not a traditional place, but in, in properties that are newer, in properties, the, the, the profile of the guest could, can be either a couple going on a honeymoon than a couple celebrating their 50 years experience, uh, 50 years anniversary, or the family that are just like visiting Paris or, or Zurich and they just need a couple of connecting options. But this, the profile is someone seeking for, I don't want to say assistance, but I want to say personalized service and with a different guest approach. The profile of the guest is someone that doesn't want to be just a room number, but they want to be Mr. and Mrs. Smith. They want to be known and followed throughout the stay. And again, with the sizes of the with the size of the properties that we have, that's what we can really deliver. 
guest approach with very refined, elegant service, amazing amenity. We are very generous. And this is definitely one of the, the, the motto of Michel Rebier is generosity in, for example, the mini bars are complimentary in all of our properties. Most of we welcome each guest at La Réserve Paris with either a bottle of wine or a bottle of champagne from, of course, the Michel Rebier domain. So this is part of the approach that we that we try to give. And the profile of La Réserve is someone seeking for a different vision of luxury, yet personalized approach. But La Réserve Hotels, they cater to a 25-year-old bachelorette party, to a, a honeymoon couple, to a grandparents celebrating their 50th wedding anniversary. But they want to be in the right address in the destination. They don't want to be in the middle of the hustle and the bustle. They want to be in the in close by, but being in a retreat. La Réserve Paris is, a, is an urban retreat, while Geneva is definitely a retreat within among a seven acres park. Uh, right on Lake Geneva, and Ramatruel is a retreat on its own. It's a destination itself close by the, the action and the craziness of Saint-Tropez can offer, while Zurich is definitely being positioned as a hot, new, younger, trendier address in Zurich. But as a matter of fact, and, and we were together in Zurich a few months ago, uh, we can really sense that even the elderly clientele that used to stay at the former Eden Olac are very pleased with the new lines of Zurich because it brings a new vibe, but respecting, again, the destination, respecting the building and respecting the history of, 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 of the property. So the profile is very international, but also locals. I mean, right now, especially if we're talking about what are we doing right now with COVID, we are welcoming our neighbors. They're, they just want like a, a small bubble and they want to ex escape the lockdown and they just want to come to a hotel and enjoy a beautiful room and a beautiful bed and a bottle of champagne and a room service dinner for a change. So right now, the profile of La Réserve, we're speaking about right now, today, November 5, is the locals, the locals and the people who still need to come for business in Paris. Thank you for sharing, Nathaniel. And on a side note, yes, La Réserve Zurich is really stunning. A must absolutely. visit. Um, absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Before we end the conversation, yes. I have still a few more questions for you, a bit absolutely. more personal. Question yes. one, yes. you love to travel, you have two boys, what is yes. the perfect holiday with them, destinations, environment and activities wise? Uh, uh, actually, I mean, they, they are quite young and they are two and a half and uh, four years old, so we, I couldn't bring them on a safari yet. But I do have to say that the last, uh, last actually last Christmas, uh, I brought them to Portugal in the Algarve. And we had a terrific experience in the Algarve with beautiful resort, hotel. And we, we really found very Portugal to be very kids friendly. And that's why I brought them. And that's why I'm, I'm intending to bring them again back in this, this Christmas. Uh, and hopefully everything will go well. But it was a beautiful, kids friendly destination, beautiful hotel, great food. So I would, yeah, the, my, my, my key destination right now would be the Algarve and, and Portugal with the kids. That sounds wonderful. Oh, yes. You have a few passions, especially yes. a taste for a good life, and it seems <laughs> everything is French, not surprisingly. <laughs> Please answer with one word to these questions and expand yes. your chance if you okay. wish. Okay. If I say terroir, what word comes to mind? Food. <laughs> yeah. It's the terroir is the food is what comes from the, the, the soil of the, yeah, food. Great. 
If I say fashion, what word comes to mind? Mm, luxury. <laughs> If I say savoir-faire, what word comes to mind? Uh, wine. Wine, because the savoir-faire is about, I mean, I would say wine right now, if I had to choose one word, but the savoir-faire is all the hand, the, the craftsmen, the, the hand, the how we produce. And in France, we're still very lucky to have like what we call artisans. And there are people who are creating out of their bare hand. And that's the savoir-faire, the knowledge of a very fine tapestry or uh, the, the beautiful curtains that I'm, I'm, I'm running in one of the suites of the hotel. And you can really see the, the savoir-faire of the, the people who actually worked and built this property. So this is the savoir-faire, the, the knowledge of transmitting something that a machine can't do. Excellent. My last question. Tomorrow you're going to the moon in a luxury spaceship. Luxury, of course. What are the three items outside of your phone that you would take with you? Items, not people. Huh? You can name items. You can I name people. <laughs> no, but items. Uh, how long do I stay on the moon? <laughs> as long as you want. Uh, I, I wouldn't know. On the what? What? What would I bring? Yeah, my phone, <laughs> definitely. Outside uh, of your phone. Outside of my phone. Maybe uh, there's no connection, by the way. Yeah, maybe <laughs> let's say that we will bring a bottle of wine. Uh, okay. Maybe I will bring a, a football uh, ball, a soccer ball. Maybe we can play a little bit on the moon. Um, <laughs> and what else would I bring? A shovel, and then maybe we'll see what's <laughs> what's out there on the moon, and then what we can dig and find. Yeah, let's say those three words. We'll see. Good, you're going tomorrow, so pack fast. <laughs> uh, I'll pack. I'm, 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 I'm ready to go anywhere. I'm happy to jump on the train and go to Bordeaux already. <laughs> <laughs> Nathaniel, it was a great pleasure catching up with you. And thank you for being one and of the, our the, luxury voices. Thank you. And the, the, the question that we can answer is like, when do we see each other next and where? <laughs> That's a good That's question. That's right. <laughs> That's a, a big question. But hopefully question. very hope soon, either here exactly. in China or in France. Absolutely, hopefully. Around wine and the savoir-faire, and around wine and the terroir. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Thank you very much, Nathaniel. Thank you very much. A bientôt. A bientôt. Ciao, ciao. Thank you for listening to this episode of Luxury Voices. If you have enjoyed it and found this episode useful, please share it with your network, like it, rate it, and help us spread our voices. You can find information about today's voice and the podcast content in the podcast notes. Luxury Voices is a podcast created by Infinite Luxury Group, a luxury sales, marketing, communication specialist based in Asia. Please tune in for the next episode. Bye for now.